Hello and welcome back to On The Spot Thought. I'm here with Jonathan Hume today. Before we get started, tell us a little bit about yourself. All right. Well, um, I'm a junior here at Kansas State University in Manhattan, Kansas. Um, I'm from Overland Park, and I play drums. And that's just one fact out of many that I could say about myself, but we'll stick with that for yeah. now. Yeah. Big drum guy. I'm a big drum guy. How long guy. have you been playing drums for? Um, actually, more than a decade. Really? I, I just I just figured this out recently. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm proud of that. <laughs> you can I'm, say I've been doing this for more than a decade. More right? than a decade. I passed the decade mark. I mean, not by much, but... Yeah, but by a little bit. You know, yeah, as yeah. long as I have that 10 <laughs> on there. You can say decade all you want. Yeah. People, people sometimes ask me, like, dude, how can I get good, you know, at drums? And I'm just like, oh, man, I've been doing this for 10 years... <laughs> Play for one decade and you're yeah. set. <laughs> I mean, I'm, you know, there's, there's no magic, you know, fix to it. It's just yeah. like, I play the way I do because I've done it for a long time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. 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 Well, the, the topic I'm going to introduce for today, knowledge and wisdom. Um, okay. Knowledge and wisdom. Uh, where we get it, I, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Anyway. Okay. So, we'll start off with knowledge, right? Pretty basic pretty basic how would you define knowledge um i would say knowledge is factual um it's kind of information that you can pick up from the world around us and apply to make apply to do work i would say so like not necessarily like work isn't like hard work mm-hmm. but you know just any yeah, any any kind of useful information, I would say, would be yeah. knowledge. Useful information. Yeah. So a question I like to ask for most of these topics is how these things change as you grow up through life. So let's start off when you're just a little kid. When you're looking for knowledge and when you're gaining knowledge, what do you think the most most of that knowledge is? Like you're not learning calculus when you're right. when you're a child, right? That's, that's true. That's not going to be applied. Um, I mean, obviously, you got language and eating. <laughs> Yeah. Learning how to do those basic things. But outside of that, what would you say you were learning as a young child Okay. that stood out to you? Okay. That's that's hard to say because I think when you're a, a little kid, you don't think about learning. No, you don't. The way we do now. Yeah. In, in adulthood. Um, I mean, retroactively, like, um, like I had an older brother, and so you would see some of the actions he did, and maybe you would you would learn that... or. I would learn that some of the ways in which I would act, he would appreciate more. You know, like if I acted this way, he wouldn't get mad if he was in a bad mood. <laughs> I know? see. You know? So, okay, so like relational knowledge. Yeah, there's then. some relational knowledge there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Um, I, w- I will say it takes, I've, I heard that like it takes a surprisingly long time for the a, a child to become in tune with the feelings of other people yeah so so i will say yes relational but at the beginning that's more selfish yeah because because mm-hmm. you, you 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 pick up on how people react to things but the reason you do that is because you think oh if i do this i'm gonna get spanked mm, you yeah. know <laughs> instead of oh if i do this that's going to worry my mom yeah you know, something like it that. It takes longer for that to happen and more for me to be like, oh, this is how it affects me personally. Right. Yeah. I, I think most, 
I think most knowledge when you first start out in life is figuring out how to make your life happier. <laughs> yeah. Like your own personal life. Yeah. So like figure out, you know, um, what sorts of toys do I like to play with, you know? Yeah. What do I what do I want to do with these toys, like when I get time that I'm able to do that? Um, you know, how do I if if like mom stops watching, like where am I gonna run off to and go and go play or something like you yeah. know, what what am I gonna do with with all this free time that I have? You know you don't think of it as free time. Yeah. It's more impulsive, I it's think. It's more just time at that point yeah. in your life, right? Yeah, but you you also recognize that there there are time there's time when you don't get to do whatever the mm-hmm. the heck you want. Yeah. You know? So knowledge you learn about um how your family runs, how like how your household runs, mm-hmm. um, and and you're not making any decisions. You know, you're just doing. You know that sometimes mom and dad tell me to do this, and then I have to do that. Mm-hmm. And I have to clean my room, or I have to be, out. Uh, you know, in a family meeting at this time, or well, something like that. Yeah, and I feel there's less there's less forethought with learning as a kid, like. Um, your parents will say, if you clean up and you're done cleaning the house by this point, you're done cleaning the room by this point in time, we can go do something great, right? Yeah. Uh, and maybe, let's say they told you that every Friday. Mm-hmm. But on a Friday, they don't tell you that. You probably wouldn't be thinking, oh, I'll just clean the house and maybe we can do something fun until later down the line. Right. You know, there's less there's less forethought, like maybe if I did this, this would happen. It's more you're waiting for a command. <laughs> you're waiting till it's blatantly said, if I do this, this will happen. Yeah. Yeah, I think, um, I, I definitely think that as a kid, like, at least for me anyway, I don't know if this is how everybody grows up, but your, your number one priority is like, what can I do right now that would be fun? Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like you just think about entertaining yourself basically. Mm -hmm. And so any, any knowledge that you have is probably going to be directed toward that. Yeah. That means, I guess. Why do you think it is that we strive for entertainment only as a child? And would you say that much has changed from a personal level as you've grown up? I I think a lot has changed. <laughs> to answer your second question first. <laughs> yes. Um to answer your first question, um I think that's a sign of having a, a really blessed childhood. Yeah. Um that I didn't really have to worry about um actual problems Mm -hmm. you know or even just like day-to-day redundancies somebody else figured that out for me um so the fact that all i ever really had to consume my thoughts with would be you know just finding ways to entertain myself i mean that that really is a blessing Mm -hmm. um and i'm i'm really grateful to my family particularly my parents Mm -hmm. for having you know made a household where I was that safe and protected and, mm-hmm. you know, for lack of a better word, I guess, carefree. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know not everyone grows up like this, yeah. um, you know, especially in parts of the world other than the U.S. So all I can speak to is my own, my own personal yeah. um, story. But I would imagine that any child who had that kind of environment growing up that's what they would have done simply because they don't know anything else. Mm-hmm. You know, in the absence of responsibility, what else are you going to do other than 
sick fun, you yeah. know? Like, and and I, I think to, to go back to your second question, that's what has changed. I've come to understand responsibility. Mm-hmm. How um, sometimes in life you have to do things just because it will make your life better in the future. Mm-hmm. Whereas you could spend all of your time you know, seeking immediate gratification and probably what's happened is you run out of time real fast. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess that's, that's really what responsibility is, is doing things that will make your life better in the future or will make the lives of other people better now, maybe. Um, so, you know, any act of service, I guess you could call that response, especially if you have a family, mm-hmm. you know, if you're, um, if you have kids and you were to cook a meal, that's not going to make your life better in the future, but it's going to make their lives better now. Mm-hmm. I would I would call that responsibility as well. And a lot of people, you know, don't enjoy cooking. So that's, you know, kind of the, the trade-off there. They're not making their decisions based purely on what's most entertaining. They're doing it based on what needs to be done, I guess. Yeah. Kind of following this path, um, what would you say is the difference um, in in how you feel towards doing a um, a selfish, entertaining activity like watching TV, playing video games, playing a board game? You know, something that doesn't require any work to go into it, mm-hmm. other than just enjoying yourself, versus the um, joy or entertainment gotten out of doing, putting hard work into something, giving someone something, um, working for someone, and having that joy of exchange of um, work. How would you say the enjoyment from the first one differs from the enjoyment from the second one. Because you, you you do experience joy from both. Yeah. Um, to to an extent. You, you can. Yeah, you can. I think a lot of people do um, do work that they don't enjoy on a very regular basis. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all do work we don't enjoy sometimes. Yes, absolutely. Um, and, and some people, that's more, unfortunately more frequent. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously, yeah, there is work that you can enjoy. Um, I think a lot of that might come down to personal interests and mm-hmm. tastes. Um, because, like, you know, the the big hope, especially, like, when there's something you think about a lot when you're in our stage of life going through college, is that you're going to find a job that doesn't really feel that much like working mm-hmm. because it's something that interests you and it motivates you. And it's just something you naturally gel with i guess mm-hmm. um so in that situation i think i think work is enjoyable just because for whatever reason we're all we've, we've all got wiring that says you know i just naturally like this thing mm-hmm. you know so that um for me and my my major is finance i've discovered that i actually um uh, enjoy calculating rates of return mm-hmm. um and comparing different you know, investments and stuff like that. And, you know, that's a form of work. Um, and, you know, I wouldn't call that a game or anything, mm-hmm. you know, like straight entertainment, but I do enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just, for some reason, that clicks with me. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think that might be a big part of it. And that can apply to so many different kinds of work. A lot of people say that they enjoy physical, hands-on work. Mm-hmm. Um so I guess for me an example of that would be um, mowing the lawn. I don't like to mow the lawn. Like I wouldn't want to mow a huge lawn, mm-hmm. but I do like to do it and get it done and look at it and say that looks good. I'm glad I did that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I enjoy that. 
Um, and I know a lot of people are kind of in a similar boat for some sort of physical hands-on kind of work. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just a natural tendency that human beings have. Um, and then I, I know you're also talking about work that you do for other people. Mm-hmm. Um, and for that, it's um, just a, a natural thing that we feel where maybe it's an obligation or maybe it's, you know, like love. Um, I guess it probably depend on the person that you're working for. Mm-hmm. Um, but we all seem to have this, um, this little hint of altruism where it, it just feels good mm-hmm. for us to do work that helps other people. So, and I guess what distinguishes that from entertainment is usually um, entertainment is not serving any productive purpose, mm-hmm. whereas the work I was just talking about that does serve a productive purpose, but like I said earlier, it either helps you in the future or it helps somebody else now or maybe mm-hmm. somebody else in the future. Mm-hmm. So in either situation, um, in any of those situations, what you're doing is you're taking this time that you have and instead of gratifying yourself right now, you're gratifying somebody else or you're deferring your gratification for later um so i know we were talking about knowledge yeah yeah but i feel like we've started taught just like picking apart the uh the nature of what work is versus leisure yeah so but i mean to kind of bring knowledge into this a lot of work you need to have some fundamental knowledge of what you're doing to be able to do that work successfully that's true whereas with a lot of just mere entertainment you don't need a whole lot of knowledge other than that what they're going to present to you in front of a tv you know oh but oh sure dawson there's a lot of entertainment that is greatly amplified by knowledge yes greatly amplified by knowledge but not necessary to enjoy i would like when i say amplified i mean you enjoy it more maybe you can enjoy it at a base level yeah at a base level right um i guess for me an example would be um Board games, um, that's a that's a form of entertainment. And some they, people do not like board games. Some some, some people, people aren't good at board games. That's true. You're right? not one of those people. I'm not one of those people, John. I'll beat anyone at a board game. <laughs> so so do you ever have you ever played like war board games? Uh, other than other than Risk. Yes, other than Risk, because Risk is a war board game, but in this case it doesn't really apply. Mm-hmm. So they, they make board games that are historically specific. Okay. Where um, they'll design a map based on this, this a, a battle or maybe an entire war or you know some kind of a military operation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the two players or more will be commanders. That's one of my favorite types yeah. of, of, of board games. Um, I don't get to play them very often because not many other people share my my love for such mm-hmm. things. But that's a situation where um, a knowledge of the real history Does behind those out. military actions, mm-hmm. that increases my enjoyment of it. The mm-hmm. combination of, of the knowledge and just the pure entertainment, mm-hmm. I think um, it, like I said, amplifies. Yeah. You, could, you could play a game like that and if you just knew the rules and all that, you could play it and have fun. Mm-hmm. But for, to me... It, to me, it makes it more meaningful and, and enjoyable to have that that background knowledge of it. Yeah. 
knowledge just it just adds an element that makes it more enjoyable. Right. right. Yeah. And I guess there's plenty of dumb entertainment too. Yeah, there is a lot of dumb entertainment. Which is fine. Um, which in some ways it gives your brain a break. It's just if you're doing that all the time, sometimes it can be dumbing to you yeah. if you're not constantly trying to push yourself. But. Do you ever do you ever find yourself doing something inter? I'm thinking of a specific example right now. Um, but I'll let, I'll I'll let you s- so like do you ever find yourself in a situation where you're doing something entertaining that you have no knowledge over? So like probably something that your friend is really into. For instance, your friend is yeah. introducing yourself to something, and clearly they're very knowledgeable about it. Mm-hmm. And to you, it's just like, oh ha ha ha! I can do this. It's fun. Um, and then you're like, I don't really know what I'm doing right now, but it's still fun. Yeah. Maybe it would be more enjoyable if I actually knew things about this. You probably know what I'm thinking of right now. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, That's, you know, there, there are multiple examples of it. Yeah. But like, so what do you think about, about, about being dumb in in a situation where you could be smart about your entertainment? For lack of better words. Yeah, I think I think the joy will vary based off your opportunity to learn through playing it, right? And so if that if it's a game where you're not looking for outside knowledge, but it's just maybe it's a difficult game, it takes a little bit of getting used to, you enjoy it the first time around, but you don't really know how to play it. But the more you play it, you can learn and gain understanding and become better and better through that. I feel like you can still get a good amount of enjoyment out of that because you're continuing to learn and continuing to get better. Mm-hmm. Versus if you're doing something and you need to do some kind of studying or some kind of knowledge-based gaining outside of the task that you're doing, I feel like that could be less enjoyable because um, you know that you're not getting any closer to understanding it anymore. <laughs> Yeah. You're just kind of going through the motions, and you can't gain anything from it. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. So I feel like it depends on the depth of um, knowledge you can obtain from what you're doing. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I used to um, think that, like, if I, if I like, did a lot of studying on, like, take Super Smash Bros., for instance, <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. I, I enjoy that game. It's a fun game, and I mm-hmm. thought, maybe I'll be better, and I'll enjoy it more if I try to learn about techniques and stuff because um, I felt like I was I was having dumb entertainment in a situation where some people are very smart about that entertainment mm-hmm. and maybe they're the ones who have it right so I was I tried kind of get into that and I was like this isn't worth it yeah I just want this to be dumb entertainment yeah with the game of smash uh, in most cases I find that the people that are better at the game or they feel like they understand everything more I see a lot of that coming from people who play it more. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not it's not usually them going and watching videos and studying and doing all this stuff about technique. It's usually just you play it enough, you figure things out. Um, and now there are some things that you can look up after you've been playing for a while, and you're like, oh, you you can do that. Yeah, <laughs> I had no idea. And then that yeah. could increase your level of play. Um, but from like a base, you kind of have to understand how the game works. Then, when they introduce another element, you're not confused because you already understand the elements right. of the game. Right. So it's kind of like additive knowledge. You need the base knowledge first, and then. Right. Yeah. And experience is a form of knowledge. Yes, it is. Yeah. It's it's internal knowledge. Mm-hmm. So that counts. Yeah. Experience. We can count that as one of the things we talked about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so we we were 
staying within the, uh, within <laughs> the topic still, here. We're still in topic. We're, yes. we're not separating out of that. Of course not. We would never stray from topic here, John. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would... Uh, why do you think it is, kind of just moving forward, why do you think it is that we really enjoy teaching people things that we enjoy doing, that we know about? Why do you think it is that we enjoy teaching almost more sometimes than we enjoy learning? I see. Um, well, this isn't very flattering. The first thing I think is ego. Yeah, pride. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because... Probably if you're knowledgeable about something, it's, it's, even, you're probably good at it, mm -hmm. or at the very least, you put a lot of effort into it. Mm -hmm. And we live in a society that, that wrote, you know, places a high value on hard work and effort. Mm -hmm. So if you can demonstrate that to somebody, then, you know, that's very satisfying to your ego. Mm -hmm. um, if you can show somebody, hey, I'm really good at this watch. You know, that's yeah. that's pretty satisfying to the ego. Um, this is not a very flattering picture of humanity that I'm painting right yeah. now. But I think that's a big part of it, yeah. for sure. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, there's there's probably more benign, selfless yeah. parts to it, too. Like, um, if you teach something to somebody, um, maybe they'll enjoy it as much as you do, and then you can share in that experience. Mm -hmm with them um and so there there's a really good reason to teach somebody obviously mm -hmm. right there i do think there's there's some of that there's definitely a pride aspect everyone has pride in them and they take that wherever they go mm -hmm. and so everyone is going to experience that and it's inevitably going to be a part of it but there is that positive side of just sharing things and wanting to enjoy that with someone and that, like a big reason why you would share a funny video right you I mean, you didn't make the video. <laughs> yeah. So the only pride you could have is I found the video, which isn't isn't a whole lot, but uh, but we attach ourselves to that right. very strongly. Yeah, it's a little bit, but it, you can see it's not as much that, and it's more just wanting to enjoy it with someone. Right. Right. And so I I do think like definitely pride is there, but I do think there is a little bit of there there has to be some like I want to share this if I can. Right. Right. I. Um, Especially if it's not as popular of an activity. Mm -hmm. um, you want to spread it and make it more popular if you can, because that's more people that you can enjoy it with. That's true. Um, so there, there's always two sides of a coin, a negative and a positive. But um, Fair enough. Yeah. So you brought up the negative, I'd like to bring up the positive. Maybe we'll flip-flop. Am, I, am, I, am I bad cop? Oh, bad cop. You'll be bad cop. I'll be good cop on this podcast. How's okay. that sound, John? I, no. Okay, I'm on top of sunglasses. <laughs> yeah. You can't see because it's a podcast. I'm bad so. cop now. <laughs> Love that. So am I the one that can see the donuts? Uh, yes. We'll get, like, glazed donuts um, for me because I'm a good cop. Okay. Um, I get... You can, you can I, don't, I don't know. What's, what kind what's of What's a bad cop donut? <laughs> I, you get I, the sprinkles. I don't know. No, I, I would I get thought, the sprinkles. I good cop. Get the I sprinkles. get the sprinkles. You don't get the sprinkles because you're bad cop. Yeah. I'm, you didn't earn the sprinkles. I'm functional, you know. I, I don't take time with colorful things. Of course not. Now you just get the plain glazed donut. Yeah. Maybe unglazed. Maybe even unglazed. <laughs> that would that'd be awful. That's just that's, that that That's a bad cop move right there, though. <laughs> so... Hopping into wisdom, okay, right? The other, the other side of the of the coin. You know, you have knowledge on one side, you have wisdom on the other side. 
Some people can get those two things confused, right? Just being wise is knowing a lot of things and being able to share that knowledge. Um, I would think differently, but before I speak, what? how do you feel wisdom differs from knowledge, or how would you define wisdom? Okay. Wisdom is hard to define. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, so, okay, so knowledge, knowledge was basically useful facts and information. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say wisdom... Wisdom is more elusive than knowledge. It's not as based on on facts and pieces of information. Maybe more toward I don't know. I don't I don't want to necessarily say it's based on feelings because that that's hard to really pin down. Yeah. Um but it's usually not based purely on fact. Um it's maybe the application of information. Mm-hmm. The application of knowledge to um, something that will be the best for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and also how you convey that knowledge, how you how you communicate. Um, I would say all would also be a part. It's like the delivery of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you can be wise in that sense as well. So. Hmm. I guess, I don't know. If I were to use a little more of a concrete example, I guess wisdom would be things like how to live, whereas knowledge would be, you know, here's life, you'll do A, B, C, and D today. Yeah. You know, whereas wisdom is more like how or why mm-hmm. than the what and the who. Yeah. Yes, but like, and then just facts and stuff. There was a poster I read growing up that said, wisdom is knowing what to do and doing it. <laughs> That's how they defined it on the poster, which I believe is an element. I don't think that fully encompasses wisdom. But I, I would say a lot of wisdom, at least how I see it, is just an understanding of things. Yeah. Right? I could know something, but that doesn't mean I understand it. Like, I I know that... Um, I just do a weird example. I know that there's ice on the ground right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe wisdom would be understanding that if I were to walk on that ice in the wrong way, I'd slip and fall, kind of a thing. That's that's a good example. Right. It's easy to understand. Yeah. Simple, and obviously it's more complex than that, but uh, right. very much like facts, and then this is, this is what's going to happen, and this is how it affects things. Right. I think wisdom is one of those things where you know when you've ex- you've you've witnessed it, mm-hmm. but it's hard to to define or describe it. Absolutely. Even though you you know, like yeah. when, like, like you know, that's wise if someone is speaking in a certain way or uh, not a certain way, but like they're saying things right that show wisdom. You right. kind of understand that. Yeah. To me, it's also got a um, something of like good judgment, mm-hmm. um, and. Actually, now the more I think about it, the more I like kind of your definition because judgment is about taking information and knowing what to do with it, mm-hmm. basically. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I, I, I like that. And yeah. generally, when I think of wisdom, I, I really link it to people, I guess. Like, you think of this person as being wise. Mm-hmm. Um, and you just kind of glean that from your interactions with that person mm-hmm. 
and the things that they've said or they've done with their lives. And you can just you can just kind of tell like this this person has, you know, some this some kind of wisdom about them. So yeah, it's hard, man, it's hard to pin down. Yeah. I I like what you had said earlier. You said a, a wisdom is more elusive than knowledge. Right. Um I feel if you put your mind to it and you really go to study something, you're going to gain knowledge over what you're going over. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you have the resources to access it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but not everyone can just gain wisdom as as fast and easily as that, right? There's something that comes with experience to fully understand something. Right. Um, like, say, you've um, read up on the properties of ice. You understand what could happen. And maybe, maybe you did gain some wisdom from understanding that it's slippery and someone could slip on it but um with experience you understand more like how that's going to happen how i would fall how i'd move how i'd move accordingly right um you just have a better understanding of it with experience and that's why um uh wisdom is often associated with the elderly and the people that are older because they've just had more life <laughs> mm-hmm. and they they've gained wisdom through life through experience i do believe there's a big tie between wisdom and experience but i don't think it's a direct tie as well right just because you've had the experience doesn't mean you've gained the wisdom right do you think wisdom might also be partly innate like Mm. are we are we endowed Mm. with a certain degree of wisdom or not and that's just kind of something that's a unique trait to all people spiritually speaking i do believe in given wisdom We're going off of like how uh, like born with wisdom kind of thing or people born with different amounts of wisdom i don't know i don't really see it as that okay well um, like, i'm sure some people some people better understanding of things and they pick up things faster yeah and so they can gain that understanding faster i mean you clearly drew a, a strong connection between wisdom and, and experience yeah but we've also been saying like you know when it comes to distinguishing wisdom from knowledge, you know, anybody can acquire knowledge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, knowledge, yeah. Anybody anybody can acquire knowledge. But I would say there's a, a, a certain extent to which you cannot acquire wisdom mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, in the way that you acquire knowledge. Like no, you said... No, you can't. Like you said, I think wisdom does grow with experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and I did... I did say that I did use the word understanding a lot to kind of describe wisdom, but I do believe there, not to be confusing, but there is a difference between simple understanding and wisdom. Right. Um, I don't know what all those elements entail. I would say some of the, one element that um, encompasses that is humbleness and being um, kind of a humble understanding of what's going on as opposed to a, I've conquered things. I see. Um, an element and, of character. An element of character with yeah. wisdom, right? Right. I couldn't tell you exactly how that works or exactly what that means, but... Um, yeah. Uh, having a yeah. respect for things. for Yeah, humility, people. respect. Yeah. yeah, humility and respect go into wisdom as well. Um, like if you've ever, and people people understand this to somewhat of a, a some level, right? If you read a book or you watch a movie, um, and they depict say say it's a great wizard with wisdom and whatnot, right? Mm-hmm. 
This wizard isn't all cocky, sitting up there being like, I'm better than everyone. The wise people always seem to have this, this understanding and this respect for the things around them. Yeah. Um, if you ever seen The Last Airbender, Uncle Iroh from that show yeah. is very much like he, um, despite being a part of the Fire Nation, which is the nation trying to take over the rest of the world, he has a respect for everyone else mm-hmm. and actually uses that for more understanding. I see. So, I guess that's kind of what I was getting at when I was asking about wisdom maybe being innate. Yeah. It's it's the, the character and the personality side mm-hmm. of things. I do believe that those are, those are fairly innate, and they do change and develop throughout life. Mm-hmm. But I think they are, they are kind of unique to each person when they're born. Mm-hmm. So, from that perspective, I would... I would say, insofar as wisdom is linked to your character, mm-hmm. I would, I would contend that it is it is something that you're born with, but where it goes from there is a matter of experience and practice and diligence, I guess. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think it's interesting that wisdom kind of has its own personality. You know, that people associate with wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like if you think wisdom, you you kind of have this this idea of maybe someone in your head or just of um, just a personality in general and they all seem to line up in some way shape or form right which I think is pretty pretty cool pretty interesting yeah um, as someone practically seeking to gain wisdom what do you think the best approach to that would be not that we have all the answers here but right what are you thinking Right. Well, you're asking. You're, you're probably asking the wrong guy if you're looking for <laughs> wisdom direct from the source. Um, this might sound like a cop out answer, but be around people who are wise. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's probably the most reliable way to gain wisdom. Mm-hmm. If you just go through life trying to, you know, stumble through and find your own wisdom. Who knows what you'll end up with, you know. You could you could end up with something that's definitely not wise. I I would say. Yeah. If you didn't have a lot of direction from people who were wise, you know, you might you might get years down the road and think, uh, this is my whole outlook and perspective on the world. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, I'm wise because this is something that I've experienced for a long time, and you know maybe the rest of society looks at you and you're like. No, you're just a psychopath. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, so I, w- I would say the best way to gain wisdom is to surround yourself with wise people. Mm-hmm. And I think everybody is wise in a different way. I think, I think just about everybody has some degree of wisdom. And it's going to be unique. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Surround yourself with people who are wise. They're going to be wise in different ways. You can pick up the the wise parts you know from different people I guess mm-hmm. it's not like you're gonna know one person who's gonna know everything mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so yeah um, family peers um, I guess co-workers hopefully mm-hmm. you've got wise co-workers um, mentors and teachers um, and then well, I, I don't. I, don't, I actually don't have an end. Then that's about all I can yeah. say. Yeah. Um, there's no mine where you can go and you know <laughs> dig up some wisdom or Just anything get a few, like that. A few wisdom for the day. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm reading the Book of Job, 
yeah. right now. I've been doing a study of, of the book of Job with some of my friends. Mm-hmm. And in it, the middle of the book, there's something called the interlude. I don't know if you've ever studied the book of Job real close. I definitely had it until like last summer mm-hmm. and then I got totally engrossed with it. Yeah. Um, there's an interlude called Where Wisdom is Found. It's like a poem. Huh. Um, and the whole first part of the poem is describing how human beings used to mine back in the ancient times. Mm-hmm. Um, basically it's saying, wow, human beings are really good at figuring ways to dig up precious metals and stones and stuff. Mm-hmm. But where is wisdom found? Yeah. How do human beings go about finding wisdom? And then it spends kind of the rest of the poem saying, um, you know, it can't be found the way, you know, in a very direct, straightforward, technical manner, mm-hmm. method, like like you can find, you know, precious metals in the ground. The conclusion of the poem is wisdom comes from God. Mm-hmm. The way you know wisdom is that you grow to know God. And I think um, the way that the way that God has set the world up to run, we can know Him by knowing people who know Him. Mm-hmm. So that it's associative. Mm-hmm. So other people have have wisdom somewhere along the line, somewhere up the chain that comes from God. Mm-hmm. But just because you're getting it from them and not Him directly doesn't make it less wise. Assume, you know, assuming that it's still His wisdom. Yeah, and it hasn't been lost. Because if they're truly connected or uh, truly connected with God right? right then it's not so much it is their wisdom but it's not like their wisdom it's God's wisdom through them right 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 so Joe that that passage of Joe doesn't really talk about that but it, it really just makes the point that wisdom comes from God but I think you can pretty naturally extrapolate from that it's, mm-hmm. you know I personally believe that God does most of his work through his people his create his creation basically mm-hmm. um so for us in our modern context yeah wisdom if you're looking to gain wisdom you just gotta associate with wise people and like be genuine about it mm-hmm. you know so that's that's what i say yeah it's a pretty good approach call right? that wisdom or not it's, hey, up to it's you. coming from the bible it's got to be gotta have some wisdom well my my particular spin on it might be wrong okay that's right right i'm not saying i i am you know the direct representative of the the bible here Mm -hmm. i would never claim that (laughs) i i hope i'm pretty close yeah i'll let other people decide on that yeah so one one thought that i had associated with what we were talking about earlier with wisdom being humble is i thought it's i thought it's interesting how I don't think I've seen a case where wisdom calls itself out as wisdom, you know? Yeah. It's like, I'm wisdom, listen to me. You don't, you don't hear that, right? It's not there to boast about itself. Right. It's not, it's, yeah, well, because it's not wise to boast. It's not wise to boast. Why is it not, why is it not wise? Well, number one, people don't like people who boast. Yeah. So, if you're wise, you can tell this is only going to make your life harder, maybe other people's lives harder as well. Uh, People kind of disregard it if you call yourself wise and then start preaching about something. Yeah. (laughs) Listen to me, this is wisdom, and then you start speaking. I mean, some people are not going to be happy about that. No. I'd say a lot of people aren't going to be happy about that. No. But I do think wisdom is a key element that is 
it's it's rare but not uncommon if that makes any sense <laughs> no you, you're right. right yeah yeah i think like like i said yeah i think a lot of people have at least a little bit of wisdom yeah. to offer yeah you know? it's just about and i think surrounding yourself by wise people can help increase that and just about gaining as much wisdom as you can throughout your life so that you can live your life in the best way that you can mm-hmm. yeah. you think that's that's the purpose of wisdom is to make our lives as good as they can be no oh, okay okay <laughs> i didn't I, mean to misconstrue yeah, yeah sorry i i was trying to say that our life can be used in the best way so it's not about making your life better it's about making like what your life is for better yeah does that make any sense Certainly see what i'm saying purpose yeah like the purpose yeah to improve that the best you can yeah so it's by making your life better it's not about a comfortability factor it's just about making what what was your life the best that it could be mm-hmm. from a, a purpose standpoint yeah yeah i do agree with that yeah well, that brings us to the end of the podcast, John. The end already? Yeah, that's the end. Do you have any last thoughts you'd like to bring up? Last thoughts? Um, um, we'll go back to knowledge real quick. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm more at home talking about knowledge, I yeah. guess, because it's just a lot more straightforward. It is a lot more straightforward. Um, not all knowledge is useful. That's but true. But it can still it can still add value to your life if it's something that fascinates and interests you. That's basically what the definition of trivia is, mm-hmm. I guess. So, um, I think the the pursuit of knowledge in and of itself um, is a good thing, regardless of whether that's knowledge that you can put to work. Mm-hmm. Knowledge that you can put to work is also important, obviously. Mm-hmm. But I think knowledge in general is a is a great thing mm-hmm. so not yeah. as good as wisdom not as good as wisdom but, but a lot a lot easier to talk about so. a lot easier to talk about and a lot more obtainable yeah I mean, it's all obtainable it's just knowledge is very straightforward and yeah easier to understand yeah yeah cool well do you have any shout outs you'd like to like to give shout outs yeah i'd okay. like to give people an opportunity to shout out okay they'd like. I'd, I'd like to give a shout out to my mom I, I don't think she's going to... Well, I'll tell her about it, and then she'll listen to it. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you know, we're, we're talking about wisdom here. She is a person that I would consider as wise. Um, someone who I would, you know, when I think... I think of wisdom, I think of examples of people, and she's one of them. So, mm-hmm. thanks thanks for raising me, Mom, and, and giving me a great childhood, and being there for me even in adulthood. And you're, you're, just, you're just great, Mom. You're just great. Shout out to mom. Awesome. There we go. That's awesome. Thanks for coming on, John. It's been a pleasure, Dawson. It's been a good time. Thank you so much. Everyone have a great day and a great rest of your week.